This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Well, good evening, everybody. Oh, well, they say a week is a long time in football, or is it 24 hours? I really can't remember. So we come back from Preston North End, butter pies and all of that. We get a, a nil or draw away well, from home, people. Everybody. Look at uh, look at various things, wondering you know, whether or not the front two are going to click or if the misses are endemic or something worse. Who knows? But then, of course, we hear... Literally, when we were doing the Twitter spaces this, you know, this time on Saturday, not this time on Saturday, but you know, immediately after the game, we get to uh, we get to hear about the likelihood of Saar going to Aston Villa, and then Pedro, uh, his likelihood of going to Newcastle. Is he injured? Is he not? Is he being is, is he being protected? Should we say in terms of the deal? And we we see what's going on there. Um, Courtney Hall signs on loan, uh, and then this morning we see that uh, Hassan Kamara player of the season from from last season, um, is signed by Udinese for 16 million, but with him loaned back immediately to us for the the duration of the season. That could be good husbandry. It could be a way of bringing in some funds that were expected to come in through Saar or indeed Pedro, um, and then we'll see what happens. But others will react in different ways, and that's fair enough because welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Twitter spaces. This is where you get to have your say. It does not matter if it is positive, if it is negative, or if it is anywhere in between. We want to hear if you've got any thoughts um, on, obviously, tonight's game. Um, Anybody who has been in attendance, as myself and Justin did, uh, will have developed a fine line in thick skin and sarcasm, I'm sure. So come on and share that. Justin, sir, are you there? Did you manage to get back after dropping me off? Good evening, Peter. Yes, I did. Yeah, just got it myself, so... (laughs) Oh, well, there you go. Uh, well, I already know what you thought of that because I was sat with you. So <laughs> I think we're of the same opinion that that was absolutely dreadful. Um, I mean, fair play to uh, MK Don. So I thought they played very well, but we did 
the system, I think, by being woeful. So it'd be interesting to see what the comments are coming in, I guess. I can't think there's going to be anything to It's like the old days, Peter, when we lost and we had loads of moaners. And I've got a feeling it's going to be like that myself. Oh, fair enough. I mean, you know, these are these are days when, you know, football is constantly changing, you know. But it's good to see that Watford will keep one tradition alive of going out in the first round of the uh, of the League Cup whoever the sponsor Encouraging. is, to lower league yes. opposition. It's always nice to keep these traditions alive, I think. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. No, it was it was poor. We'll go through some of the players' um, kind of performances that were of cause for concern or alarm or what have you. But we must remember that that was a team kind of thrown together. But there were some players there who you would hope that if they were thrown into first team action would perform better than they individually did tonight. And probably it brings sharp focus on what's probably needed in the rest of the transfer window in terms of the money that we've got from wherever we have got it. Um, you know, kind of what really needs to go in and, and help that squad. I mean, Courtney Hawes, as we've mentioned, signed from Aston Villa on loan till the end of the season. So that means we've got two players on loan now from Aston Villa. I think the one that most people will be thinking about is going to be Cameron Archer, because the one thing we do desperately need is a poacher um, and, and somebody up front. Now, if the, the absence of Keenan Davis today would suggest that he has, um, well, he is less than fit, clearly, because he played, what, three minutes against Birmingham and has been rested ever since. So we will be interested to see um, as we move forward what the reports are on him. But if we could bring in along somebody like Cameron Archer, who would be able to get kind of shots away on target, um, an out-and-out poacher, uh, I think would be useful. Because I think starting with it, I think uh, both both Bio and Manai, who had... Hard-working games tonight and on Saturday, but both times have really kind of shown a, a dearth of quality, I would suggest, but uh, but we shall see. Anyway, guys, anybody who wants to make any points you wish to make at this point, and it can be about all of the shenanigans up until the game tonight, it can be about the game tonight, or it can be about whatever else you want to talk about as far as we're concerned. This is about you taking the conversation and the debate wherever you wish to go. Let us go to... Oh, hello. Here he is. Let's add in. This is going swimmingly. I think we'll all agree. Uh, it's just like the match. It, it is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm up front and I'm missing constantly, except for the constant. <laughs> Carl, sir, you were you were at the game too, I believe. You're in the uh, in the rookery end in your new home. Uh, yes, I was not in my usual seat, but yes, I was in the rookery. I've jumped in to help chip shop Terry there because he's obviously still in the queue waiting for chips. Oh, there you go. There um, you go. Yeah. What did What did you make of tonight and today then? Um, oh, I mean, firstly, the game, I thought it was dreadful. It's <laughs> not going to lie. Um, piss poor all over the park. But I, I think you summed it up quite nicely there. It was it was kind of thrown together, the team. I think for, for me, the only concern is that there's probably three or four players that you would consider to be, you know, not starters, but in and around that first team. Who, it's more yeah, than that. Well, I thought it was a really strong yeah, team. I mean, that, I mean I've got... Aspria looked a player, and I think he, he yep. he's a he's a player that's that's just going to develop. Dan Gosling looked well below par in that midfield. Oh, he's had it, mate. He's had he it. just looked so off the pace. Uh, and and the two strikers, as, as we've just mentioned, there were, were Jesus Christ. It's like Bill and Ted's bogus adventures at the front there. To, 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 oh, there's one for oh, the <laughs> Absolutely dire. Just just. It's just nowhere off the path. And, and, and I think you said it, Justin, you know, take nothing away from MK Dons tonight, because I actually thought they were superb. Um, I thought, you know, they really moved. They were well yeah, organised. Yeah, they were well yeah, organised. Yeah. They, look, they look good. Yeah. yeah. I, I just feel there's a lot of... Con- I, if I was Rob Edwards this evening, I would be sat there going, 
we 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 need to be considering our options. I think because there, there's a not a lot outside of that that starting eleven that I saw tonight. You know, uh, and as you say, there was there was probably maybe five or six that that you would consider to be part of that first team. Yeah, I think as as the game went on. And we, you know, for anybody who isn't aware, we played that kind of three, four, one, two formation um, at the back. We, with Pollock in the centre, we had Truce de Kong on the right. Uh, on the left, we started with Cathcart. We had uh, Joe Hungbo on the left. We had uh, Mario Gaspar, who I kept calling Madagascar because that's what it looked like he got written on it. But it probably says more about my eyesight than him. We, we mentioned in the in the midfield, we started with KMB. And we played Dan Gosling. And I have to say, Dan Gosling for 90 minutes was not even close to it. Yeah. Um, you, you can see, I mean, and I've been calling for him to get a start because yeah. I didn't feel that him coming on for 10 and 15 minutes, he wasn't getting into the game. Well, tonight was 90 minutes and he didn't get it at all. Um, I mean, I, I mentioned to, to Justin, um, whenever anybody speaks to Gary Neville about when he worked out when it was time for him to finish, I'm not saying that's the case. He won game, yeah. but he talks about a game against West Brom where people were going past him for fun. Well, Gosling was was giving people probably the best part of a decade tonight in in terms of age, as well as about that amount of time on the pitch as well. He really wasn't there at all, you know, which is such a shame because I like him a lot. And at the end of last season, he kind of rallied, and gave things. So it would be. It would be good for him to get some proper fitness under his belt. I don't know how he's going to get that because I can't see him starting games. Um, it was it was a, it was a real shame to see that. But then up front we have Manoy and we have Bio. Um, Wendover Hornter, you're you're there. Um, did did you go tonight or uh, or did you did you hear any reports from anywhere? Yes, mate. I I went tonight. Uh, very rare for me to leave a game early. I left on seventy five minutes. Uh, and I'm oh, it's the bin kicker. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm already, I'm already just popped into my mother. I'm already in Amersham. It was, it was dreadful, wasn't it? I know, you know. I've got nothing positive to say. It was, it was dreadful. There, there was at the later we got, and obviously people will have. If you, if you didn't go, you'll have seen the substitutions that were made. At one point, we had Semmer playing left centre back. Kind of yeah. rem- reminiscences of uh, or reminiscences, I should say, of, of Tommy Mooney playing that role. Well, yeah. it, Rob Rob made some changes, brought on James Morris to play there and move Ken forward. And drive the 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 one thing for me that was positive was the young lad Blake, um, yeah. who who we bought on wide right. Yeah, I mean, he'd probably come on after you'd after you'd uh, seen him there. No, no, no. I, mean, I, got a, I, I got about three minutes of of, of Blakey. Um, yeah, yeah, and and, and he, he looked all right. He looked all right. Um, yeah, well, you know, what can you say about that? You know, I was complimentary on Minaj on Saturday, or Manet, yeah. or whatever we want to call him. He was shocking tonight, wasn't he? As was the other lad. As as was Bayon. Is he five million quid's worth? Is he? My words. Well, uh, that has already that's already been questioned again on Twitter in terms of how that amount of money for that particular player. Uh, there will be people who will quite rightly be adding from that particular agent to that particular uh, thing. Yeah. But um, it, I don't yeah, want to go yeah, there. I don't want to go. No, no, there. no, no yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. Yeah. We're not going to take you there. But that it's still it's still a concern that that he brought in. We know that a lot of these guys, a lot of them, will be supplemented with those other players that we've mentioned already: King and Davis, um, House, etc. Um, and I think you can see why KMB has been partnered with Chowdhury at the base of that midfield. Yeah, kind of yeah, let yeah. things go on. 
And Espria still looks the bundle of fun that he is. I still think that once we get some better forwards who are capable of actually kind of interacting on his wavelength, um, it, it'll give us something. The uh, the other the other element which which gripped me somewhat was, and I talked about dear old dear old Dan Gosling, who I do like a lot, but not on tonight's basis. No, was, no, no, was no. the 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 aforementioned. Uh, Africa off of the uh, yeah, island yeah. of the east of Africa, Madagascar, who really d- doesn't offer you. We've been talking about right wing backs since about May. He doesn't have the pace, and it's not a question of supporting moving forward. It's a question where his starting position is, and where the uh, you know when the ball gets played in behind the right sided wing back. Um, you've got to try. You've got to be able to get back and cover. And he yeah, has got the pace. He's far, no, far, far too one pace in terms of that. No, you, you talk about Clev's legs of God. Well, well, Gosling's of of well God, haven't they? I've got a, a question to ask you, Pete, as a coach. Yeah, Go on, they then. say Davis hasn't got any match fitness. Yeah, what is yeah. the most ideal game to put him into? A meaningless Caribou Cup game, I would have thought. Just to just to get some minutes in his legs. Yeah, no, you would think so. You'd absolutely think so. I can only imagine that he's, you know, they're being ever so cautious with him because I don't think he had much time in pre-season with Villa because he wasn't really being in. Yeah, he played through till the end of you know the real end knocking to the playoff um, final for Forest. Yeah. So I imagine he's probably skipped half of pre-season and they want to probably get some some real base fitness into him before yeah, yeah. they yeah. kind of unleash him into a game. Either that or he's got a nickel. He has not been an injury-free player. Um, yeah, so we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. We will see. But, I mean, there was all sorts of gallows humour tonight. I did make the observation to Justin, who was sitting next to me, that um, the lad Bayo, with, with, with his hair springing back behind him as he does and running as he does, he reminds me of Jar Jar Binks from uh, uh, Star Wars 1, The Phantom Menace. And he kind of played like him. Um, uh, a yeah. character universally reviled. I'm talking about Jar Jar Binks, not Bayer. Um, but the, but that was the best <laughs> I could really offer. At that he, 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 rem- he reminds me of Bambi on Ice. And uh, <laughs> and the lad... He reminds me of Bambi on Crack. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 oh, thank you for that. And my mate who I was sat with said he reminded him of Jamie Morley. Well, you know, that's a, that, that's a good one, isn't oh, it? Oh, that's damning with faint praise, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. 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 They, they need to get him in the gym, don't they? They need to get some muscle on him. I think they need to get some stakes inside him and muscle him up a bit because he's going to not get knocked off the ball in, in, in that championship. Uh, I don't think he's going to play a lot of minutes, to be fair. But... Um, yeah, in, in summary, look, we are not going to uh, define our season on what happens in the Carabao Cup. Actually, you know, it's a, for us a semi-meaningless competition because we're not going to win it. So, but you have to go on performance. And the only thing I could say good about that performance is that Asprilla is going to be mustard. He is going to be mustard. And, uh, but my one caveat is, They've got to have to look after him because he's a young 18-year-old boy and he's not going to be able to play every minute in the championship, in my humble opinion. 
I, I still come back to the fact that he played, you know, a number of games. I, I don't disagree with you, and we, we're going to have other players who are going to come in and compete for him in that in that position. We would hope either coming in and or loser coming back, we can play in that more advanced position. Yeah, he did an awful lot for Nantes. Um, so, so we, we will see. I think there are some positives to take out of this if you look at it as a developmental match. In as yeah. much as, and I know this, 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 this is really looking for a silver cloud in uh, a silver lining in a cloud. Here is that often managers don't know who their best eleven are, um, and I think tonight clarified that. I don't think Pollock did himself any particular harm. I think we can see probably why Koye is is not necessarily starting as number one because all round you know you you could you could take a look at him perhaps for the second goal i think the first goal was uh was, was run through on him i mean effectively we were in charge of that first half until the last kind of couple of minutes and they broke away and i turned around yeah. shutting and just said goal and five seconds later it was in the back of the neck because we've yeah, all yeah. seen it it's, it's, there's no level of, of, of crystal ball here where where you can have it all you've left 50 yards of space in you and you're being caught cold. They did it really well. The second goal came from Mario Gaspar giving the ball away uh, to a flat-footed uh, Gosling, unfortunately, who wasn't able to kind of react in time. Not Gosling's fault in fairness. It was a poor ball. But then the midfield not getting around the lad and he finished off from some distance into the bottom corner with a plum, I have to say. Can't knock it. But you could you could look at that and say, well, would Backman have made a better fist to the save? Possibly. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, we, we, we interviewed a at the start of the season. Like him. Like him a lot. He's a, he's a, he's a fine young lad. Um, and I'm sure he's going to be fine. But he's got he's got time enough to, uh, to, to, to kind of, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Get his head around his position and get settled in before he kind of really... And, and also pay mature. And also, Pete, truce tonight proved what we all know. He's got no future at Watford Football Club. Well, all I heard was Pete saying, well done, William. So uh, I thought it was sarcastically, obviously. Yeah. I, I had, <laughs> You're trying to be positive about him, I had looked. I had looked at one at one point we were going to do like a, you know, what, what, what's everybody's new season resolutions? And I was going to be nice about William Truth to Con. Um, yeah. And, I, and it, it lasted. It lasted for at least the first half an hour today. Uh, now, I'm not, but, I'm not a stats man, Pete, but I, I would be well interested to know what his past stat rate is because I, I would imagine it is... Effing appalling. Yeah. There were several cross cross pitch passes that sort of went out of play yeah. from him yeah. with hands up apologizing to the player he was passing to. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean he's he's not he's not he's not We've we've spoken a lot about having yet a left sided centre back, but also a a, a, a ball carrying centre back has become the the term of choice, so to speak, in terms of somebody who can, you know, when you've got three playing at the back, and quite often you're only playing up against one forward, somebody who can step out of that back line and just commit another player. And unfortunately, I don't think that's him. I really don't. Uh, no, we, we, he, 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 he's not good enough on the ball. He's not good enough defensively. I think we all know this was probably him playing. To, for, for for scouts to have a look and and perhaps yeah, kind of yeah, get himself yeah. a move. So we we will see. We, we, we got ten. Of, uh, we got ten days to get rid of him, Pete. That's how I see it. You know. Well, so. I think you know. I mean, in in, in in fairness to him, I think we all know and can go back to that Coventry game in the last promotion season, uh, and he was instrumental in trying to change the shape from four four two. Because Cisco hadn't gone four three three by then, um, yeah. in terms of trying to get the players, galvanise the squad, and be a leader and do that, and he did that off the squad. And I think all credit to him, a fair play, and he seems to be a lovely bloke. But as a, you know, he, he's not having the, uh, he's not getting the opportunities at this at this level. So 
at the, you know at this level this season. So it's better that he goes and plays somewhere, whether it's permanent or or another loan. We shall see. Anybody wants to come on and discuss any of either the game tonight, as we say. We know it's low wattage. It is the Carabao Cup. It's the game if we were going to lose that, yeah, fine, okay, great. Concentrate on the league, all of those things. But as a performance, it genuinely was concerning in terms of those positions. But going back to that silver uh, that silver lining in the cloud, we do have 10 days to go. And if it focuses minds that actually, you know what, you've got to go and get these bloody players in because we do not have the backup level that, that you think we have. Uh, uh, you know the, the guys who were who were, who were in charge of that, the hierarchy. Then you know, effectively, you would hope that Rob Edwards' conversation with uh, with those those guys after the game has some element of priority, some element of urgency, and and a requirement for some quality to come in. And and in all due respect to Milton Keynes, they were young, they were fresh, they ran, they hassled, they harried. They pulled shirts all night. I mean, if you want to exchange shirts at the end of the game, fine. But don't do it from minute one. The ref didn't pick that up. But, hey, they were doing it. He was letting them get away with it. So they kept doing it. Fair play to them. We did not match them for that for that effort, that desire uh, today, which was, which was a great show, which was a great show. Right, we're going to go. We're going to go east. Cheers, uh, cheers Greg. We are going to Cheers, mate. No, we're not going to go east. We're going to go very, very, very west. What am I talking about? Um, to Mr. John Parslow, who is uh, still on holiday in the US, I believe. John, if you hit your mic, you can uh, come on and say what you think, sir. Oh, hello, Peter. How are you? Hello. Now, now I cannot believe that you managed to get a Carabao Cup game viewed in the States. Surely not. <laughs> no, no. I was really fortunate. We're actually having a lazy pool day, and um, and I was following it on Twitter. which So... So that, that's probably one of the biggest positives by the sounds of things, I think. Yeah. I'd say that's a massive yeah. positive from where I'm sitting. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a good game, but it's the one It's the one. if you're going to lose, then you lose this one. I know that's, that's you know, kind of the, the, the very the very lowest of, uh, of expectations that you could lose a less important game than the rest. But what we need to do is, is to kind of take what we can from this in terms of moving forward. What did he mm. say on Twitter that, that, that you thought of? Um, I, I, I just generally, I think it's what you're echoing a little bit. Um, squad debt okay. concern. Um, I, I, I mean, there is there is another positive to the fact that I think, yeah, it, it, if we've got eight nine days and you get a result, a, a performance like that, and there's one or two maybe people you think, oh, we can rely on them, and you're going, or oh, maybe not. And that still gives us a chance to sort something out. So but I hope that happens. And and yeah. the other thing, the other thing that maybe is a, a bit of a weird positive for everyone, but... Go on, uh, go on. We're, yeah, we're listening. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Because <laughs> it's, it's really... It's, it's easy for me to be positive where I am at the moment. So, uh, but but um, look, there's a hell of a lot of fixtures between now and the World Cup, right? And, and Rob needs some time with the new players coming in. And... This is this is just there'll be a week where he's going to have a week because there there'll be no game, so he'll have a, a full week instead of a, a Saturday Tuesday Saturday Tuesday, um, and that might be really important, right? It just might be able to go right. Let's step back, really galvanise and go forward. I think that happened to us. Didn't that happen to us anyway? Where we went out to Tranmere or something? I can't remember anyway. Um, and well, we had the replay of Tranmere, didn't we? So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that didn't help. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, but. But um, yeah, just maybe, maybe, maybe something like that, you know. It's just, but but in this period, I don't know how many more games there are up until the World Cup goes. It's mental, and that's one less, maybe two less. So it's disappointing because the players won't get any 
game time who maybe needs some running in their legs. But equally, maybe, you know, maybe we can just get a bit of focus, just have a breather somewhere in that period, get everybody get everybody going again. So, I mean, these next 10 days are really important. I mean, that's the main thing. There's so much going on. Um, there's so much conjecture. Um, nobody can really work out 100% what's, what's, what's going on. And I think it's all wrapped around SAR. I, I, they expected to sell SAR, and they haven't. And they're having to rebalance everything around that, I think. <laughs> well, of course, there are there are rumours um, that we are looking to try to get SAR a new contract, mm. um, which I could only presume would elongate his well his contract length, which will equal a better potential transfer fee. But he's, he that does nothing unless he comes back and plays. Yeah. Um, so, so we shall see. So Saturday will be interesting. Obviously, this transfer window is still open. Um, uh, from, from what I'd heard, he sounded quite keen on perhaps playing for uh, French speaking because he's French. Um, uh, Patrick Vieira at uh, at Palace. Um, we mentioned this to uh, Justin and I were on with the Newcastle lads uh, last last night because obviously they are very keen to find out about Pedro. Um, and, and obviously, they they play with they play without and out wingers. Mm. So you know you could see him potentially go there. Who knows? Whatever it is, it's got to it's got to shift from um, you know who we're selling to we now do have a surplus of cash. If you listen to the Sunday service with Ron and Ed on Sunday, um, if the, the second half of that was uh, you know a, a, an interview with uh, with the wonderful Andrew French, who came on and explained. Uh, and and I was really pleased about it in terms mm. of how he has reported. He's obviously only just back, so he wasn't reporting on the SAR deal because, as he said, if he'd have reported on the SAR deal before it got signed, he'd have said he was going to West Ham, Crystal Palace, Newcastle and Aston Villa, and all four of them would have been wrong at this moment. So it yeah. does need to shift into, you know, now we've got this money from, from Kamara, and you hope that that is some money to free up for some positive incoming movement um, in the marketplace to help kind of help the squad as much as it can, um, and we will see. But I think those priority, the priority position has to be uh, an assistant up front and getting Davis fit and a right wing back now. Yeah. We've got Hawes in, he can fill that left side. Um, and we will see what else it can do. But uh, some some more some more depth in that mm. squad, or getting some more fitness into those players, is going to be really sure. important. And can I just say, just yeah, I, I, I agree with all that. I think, and I think the yep. other interesting angle, a little bit with the Kamara money, um, and if if they still want to hold out for the right money for Star and Pedro, they they may be looking to sweeten the deals for them. So the point of a new contract for them may be, hey, do you know what, you two, you're not having your We'll put you back on prem wages for a year. Um, we'll sweeten it for you. Stay here. That's an alternative that can go on. That that money can can fuel that. And again, waiting for the right time time to do it. So so there's lots of um, uncertainties. But I guess we'll know in about ten days' time, I suppose. But, yeah. Well, of course, both Sarah and Pedro were signed before last year, and therefore didn't necessarily have no. their relegation clauses put in. So it'll be interesting to see. We'll be interested mm. to see. Uh, Alan, we're just going to come to you in a second. Cheers, John. No, Thanks take care. Hope you're enjoying the US. Yeah, take care. Bye. Smash it. Let's just quickly, before before I bring Alan in, well, I'll just bring him in in a moment and we'll get the word on the referee uh, from Alan. Just a, a, a few comments in the in the, in the the tweet. Let's have a look at that. Nelly979. But cleverly in Gosling, we're going to be the key men this year. 
Well, in fairness, having seen Gosling, I can see why he was picking cleverly. Um, but yeah, absolutely, it it needs it needs more in that midfield, ideally as an option. Or we, as I said earlier on, it you know they need to come up to to, to pace that much better. Carl Campion um, didn't like the cup anyway. Well said, well said. Uh, Paul Turner, Bill and Ted, more like Bill and Ben. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Sam, hi Sam. Hope you're well, mate. Um, it worries me that without signings, we're going to be looking to a spreer for attacking inspiration. Big pressure on an 18-year-old, as it stands, in my opinion. A very fair observation. The 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 thing I'll come back to is we do still have loser in the wings, um, and I appreciate that we played him all last year in that kind of Will Hughes-esque uh, defensive midfield. But prior to him coming to us for Nantes uh, in the last season, he only played that position three times. He played the whole of the season in you know kind of that more kind of attacking number eight rather than defensive number six role. So he could potentially give us something there. Uh, Pat, hello, what's the hour? It worries me this vision of building a squad is relying on loans. Yeah, it does feel a little bit like shifting sand, but obviously we've got to remember the first year when the, the Potsos came in and hope that they can kind of recreate something like that with promotion to the championship. In fairness, the first season they come in, we didn't quite make it, did we? There we go. Um, Hampshire Hornet with Canberra now alone. We've only got room for one more, I believe. So, yeah, that's true. It's taking up a loan p- uh, uh, position now, isn't it? Yes, very interesting. We shall see. We shall see. Right, guys, let's go to um, Alan. If you could uh, hit your microphone button and then you could come on and let us know your thoughts this evening. How are you? Well, I've had a double failure of an evening. Oh. Because I wasn't at the game tonight because I had to go to a game in the league um that I'm involved with. And not only did Watford obviously lose to MK Dons, but the game that I went to in uh, a club called St Andrews, which is about a mile and a half from the King Power Stadium in Leicester, was abandoned after 70 minutes due to floodlight failure. So we we, we were all scrambling around in the dark. there was Other one suggestion. Available. <laughs> there was one suggestion from the PA announcer at St Andrews that what we should do at this point is all put our, our phone lights on, get some cold play going, and have a karaoke. <laughs> um, but if, if if people weren't already suicidal enough, the idea of doing a karaoke to cold play would probably just about tip people over the edge. Uh, unless, of course, they happen to be at Pickridge Road tonight, where they probably want to take matters into their own hands anyway. But <laughs> Um, not 70 minute floodlight failure sounds absolutely perfect obviously yeah and you know what it's the second time it's happened to me at that ground and I got told by the chairman of the club today I'm not to come back it was in jest though but <laughs> on on the on the subject I just want to as I think it's becoming a bit of a, a bit apparent I'm gonna yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna offer some perspective which is lovely my, stuff. which is what I tend to do um the side that played tonight, uh, I think the total number of appearances uh, for the club was somewhere circa 310. 260 of those were William Trustecong and Craig Cathcart. Okay. So um, I'm not suggesting for a minute that the, the players that seem to be the focus tonight a little bit in terms of Biomanai are going to be the second coming and they're ultimately going to be successful. But, but I, I I think that we need to be a little bit more patient 
because you're giving an, a, a prime example, if we think back to the beginning of last season, we had two polar opposites. We all thought, the, and I can't remember his name, he made that little impression on me, the, the Slovakian guy that played midfield on the opening day against, that's it, against uh, Aston Villa, we all thought was the best thing since sliced bread. And that was the only good game he ever had. And and the other uh, side of that coin is the the debut of uh, Looser at, at Brighton, where we all thought that he, that, that he was the worst midfielder ever to represent the club. And now we can't wait to have him back. So um, it, we, we you know we do need to put things into perspective. But I think also I think what needs to be recognised is that actually pr- uh, preparation for for tonight's game has been a bloody nightmare for Rob Edwards because. You've got all this uh, circus going on in the background with with Pedro and Saar uh, and the uncertainty of what's going to happen with them. In the meantime, that you've got um, you know two or three new players that have literally just arrived through the door in terms of you know Davis and 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 uh, Courtney Hawes. How yep. I'm not sure how you say that? Um, and and obviously the club is still active in the transfer market. Plus. In addition to the fact that he hasn't really got, he doesn't even know what his squad's going to be, he's trying to implement a completely new pattern of play and system with with the players that he's got. And it's a pretty unenviable task, really. So um, I, I just think, I've seen some of the comments tonight, and I, I really get the frustration because... We we had a, a, a let's be honest, it, uh, probably in my forty odd years, one of the worst seasons we've ever had last year. Yeah, and I and I get that people want success, but I'm desperate for people to put things into perspective. Stop second guessing what's actually going on. Wait for the window to come to its conclusion and see where we are with, with, with in terms of the squad. And then on, you know, just to 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 end on that, really is. I know from a Twitter exchange today that Andrew French, is, his intention is to sit down with Scott Duxbury at the end of the transfer window where mm-hmm. questions will be asked about what's gone on and so on and so forth. Well, hopefully we'll, 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 we'll get answers. But it's just, please show some, some patience because we've asked for the board to stop this hire and fire and approach. And... The, the the results haven't been sorry the performances rather haven't been fantastic at the start of the season but the results have been okay and as soon as we we put in a, 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 a you know a, a dead duck of a performance tonight people are on everybody's backs and it's just kind of you know we can't have it both ways if we want the board to be patient with the manager uh, and and the uh, and, uh, and the players we need to show that patience as well. It's got to be a two-way street. Has to be. It's the only way it's going to work. And I feel I feel sorry for some of these players. You know, if I would advise some of these guys, you know, like the likes of Menage and 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 uh, Gaspar and and Bio to stay off social media tonight, because if they read mm-hmm. some of the comments, it's not going to do their confidence any good. And, and and we we need to support these players. That's the bottom line. And we need to give it time. Well, you got lots of applause on that one, Alan, and uh, and several comments applauding you in terms of that. I can't, I don't, I don't disagree with with any of that. The only thing I think I'll probably say is that you know there will be, I'm sure, from Rob Edwards, a frank exchange, you know, about about performances. There will be analysis about performances that will be far more both analytical and hard hitting 
you know, because but you don't you don't tend to have the time to kind of pull your punches in terms of doing it. Your, your point about the number of appearances that were in that squad tonight and how how familiar people were is absolute. Or sorry, the starting eleven, I should say, is is very very pertinent. As I said, uh, uh, you know, during that that piece, it was it was a, an awful game to watch, and there were individual performances that really were not. Um, at the level that they individually will want to have. And there were younger, more energetic players going past people as if they weren't there. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, you know, that, that was what was, that was, that was concerning, but it is going to be concerning. But your point about getting behind Rob Edwards, I haven't seen, and I remember somebody came out on, on I, I, apologies, I can't remember which one it was. Somebody came out and said, oh, I've just, I've just heard, it was on Twitter or something, that somebody was calling for Rob Edwards's head. Mm-hmm. And everyone went, Surely not. Surely not. And then, of course, everybody else heard that and then retweeted that. So the one person says it, and it sort of amplifies yes. out. Yeah. It spreads out via this kind of social network kind of thing. And suddenly everybody's talking about everybody talking about it. Well, of course, actually, it's not. It was it was one individual doing it. I think everybody is behind, Rob. I think your point about the fact that we need to be more patient in terms of the overall process is very true i yeah. think what what will help with that is going to be any any indication of forward movement and the hierarchy at the club also getting behind rob and providing him with with uh, filling uh, filling those gaps that are apparent in the squad you know um you know the camera bit i mean we were talking today uh, on, on twitter you know camera suddenly goes off and then he's back on loan and we know about the idiosyncrasies of the uh of, of the Pozzo network and where things go and how, you know, somebody shifts a, a, a pound into their back pocket and the player's going the other way suddenly. Mm. It, it's never dull. But having camera in, you know, playing wide right, we all know is a is, is a, a, a real kind of a travesty of, of, of what the lad can do. He, he's having to do at the moment, he's having to make do and mend, as you say. So yeah. that that's why when we've seen Gaspar go in there and play an okay game at at, at, at Birmingham, uh, but but tonight we saw him get isolated. Uh, we saw some some strange individual errors, and it might just be a question of you know he, he doesn't come across this kind of football in Spain. He has to get used to it. Perhaps it, it might be all of that. But his fundamental issue around pace going back towards his own goal, let alone pace going forward, was was a was a real issue tonight. So I think if we can see that the the hierarchy are able to now move the transfer window some into the incoming box to help support him, I think I think the fans are more than happy to in the in the main get behind him as much as we can. You're absolutely right. We need to be patient. Hey, we, need, just, we need the club to support him. Go just on. to come just to come back on that, if I may. Of course. Uh, you, you're absolutely right in everything you say. I think it, it, it's evident that, that we are still very active in, in the transfer market. And I mm. do expect two or three players to come in between now and the end of the window. Of the window. It might be that come the end of the window, we haven't actually got a solution for all those positions. But, as much as anything else, it could be such a challenge trying to fix everything in one window. But on 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 the subject of Gaspar, I wonder. I just wonder whether ultimately we might bring in you know another right wing back, and and he might then be right centre back. Exactly that. Yeah. It yeah. brings us back to that conversation you and I had a week ten days ago when we talked about England ninety six. Exactly. And and I, I just wonder whether, you know, that might be ultimately where he ends up. Um, 
you know, it, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see on that. You're absolutely right. And that is all we can do. I mean, you know, we're here to discuss it and push it around and have a chat about it because obviously it's, it's post, well, it's after a game for us. It's after 70 minutes for you. Sorry, don't mean to riff on your pain there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but it might also be coverage in both of those places because I've heard rumour that we are after a second right back. I mean, obviously Jack Stevens was mentioned. We've already bought Courtney Halls in. Jack Stevens from, um, from Southampton is a right-sided centre-back. Are we looking for another one perhaps? Um, not sure. Might we see, for example, Cabaselli perhaps kind of exit because of the non-homegrown kind of element to it? There's so much complexity to it. We absolutely know. Alan, sir, thank you so much. I'm sorry we couldn't get Alan's word on the ref today because he wasn't there. Um, but he was, and he was in the dark after 70 minutes as well. <laughs> Alan, Alan, great call as always. Thank you, sir. And you got loads of applause on on the points there. I think everybody's got to rally in. <laughs> Bravo, Alan. Bravo. Sports Social, now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament, covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, uh, chaps. I've just been looking on Twitter and uh, Rob Edwards is trending. Um, there's some idiots out there. If you want, if you want to see some real prize idiots, go and have a look at what's trending on Rob Edwards. People are just calling him out, telling him he's terrible manager, terrible substitutions. Come on, it's a it's a cup game in the Carabao Cup. Let's not get too overexcited. Underlines my point, really. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, no doubt. Just, yeah, it's ridiculous. No, we've got we've got to give him the time. Coming he, like he, an, the man a, we bought a bad in. episode of Coronation Street, being a Watford fan. I'm just going to say one thing that I'm going to, I'll come off. I said I think earlier on today on Twitter, I said at the moment Watford's got more prop lines than Eastenders. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, thank you very much, guys. Cheers, Al. Take care, mate. Carl is now head of percussion, which is excellent news. Great. About time, I, about time I got a promotion. I think so. I think so. Uh, Steve-O. Uh, we've uh, we've 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 got you on the. Uh, if you hit your mic button, you should be able to come on and tell us what you think about tonight. Hey, mate, how's it going? All right, it's going very well, thank you. Very Happy well. Days. Um, yeah, listen, I I didn't get to watch tonight's game. Um, right. I'm I'm originally from Northern Ireland, so I didn't really get the. I wasn't <sighs> at the back, but on like overlooking, like having a look at the results and having a look at the highlights after and things I got there, I wouldn't. I know a lot of people are overreacting, which fair enough. We could be two nil by MK Dons at home, but at the end of the day, it's a cup game, and you look at our history in the cup. Was it Newport? Be remember the season we went up in the championship? Yeah, Newport three one. Yeah, yeah. Look, I wouldn't be worrying about it too much. Um, although in saying that, there, um, looking at the squad just as an overhaul at the minute, do I think we're good enough to go up a season in one? No. But I'm not too worried about that there because I thought when we appointed Rob, Rob Edwards anyway, it was going to be maybe a two or three season job. And I know a lot of fans will be like, oh, what, we're you know, nearly saying we, we, need to go, we need to go back up. But um, in my opinion, I think it's going to be a 
couple of seasons job before we get back up anyway. And, and looking at the squad in the whole, although there's some players that I'm really excited about and excited to see this season, like Asprea, um, I know the whole Kamara thing. Um, but no, like go, going forward, like there's a few players in this team that I am excited to see. And if we don't go up this season, first time I'm asking, I'm not too worried anyway, because I think the whole thing about appointing Rob Edwards, in my opinion, anyway, is a rebuilding job. So if we don't go up the first time we're asking, I know financially it's a big thing, but at the end of the day, we appointed him for a future project. So why not give him the time? Do you know what I mean? I don't see there's any point to like, stress about anything or... Do, do you know what I mean? No, absolutely. I think we have all, on and on this media, as much as anywhere else, have been calling for a young, innovative manager. With young, innovative, you bring in somebody who the one thing he doesn't isn't going to have is as much experience. Well, we, we, we saw experience last year, and it didn't taste that great. So, no, we've got to come, bring him in. We've got to let him learn on the, on, on the job. We've got to help him build, and we've got to get in behind him and support him. I think, you know, your point there and Alan's point there are absolutely right. I think if for, for the people who went there tonight, and I'm talking primarily about m- myself and Justin, I'm sure Carl as well, but anybody else who was there, do request and come on and let us know. Wasn't the result so much as a, a host of the individual performances, not even the collective performance piece w- w- was necessarily an issue because you did have people playing in um, out, out of position on many occasions but there were just there were just some collective ones where you look at it and go if, if we do get back down to the kind of the, the the vinegar strokes of this season and we're trying to you know and, and we're having to rely on the squad can some of these players jump in and, and and do it or will we be letting Rob down your point about it being a long-term fix a long-term plan is Absolutely spot on. Uh, yeah, did did like, you just use the term uh, vinegar strokes there, Peter? I did. I did. I make no apologies. I definitely, okay. heard, I definitely okay. heard him say that. Yeah, I'll leave you to it. Okay. I have yeah. never been known to say anything inappropriate, Steve-O. They're making this up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it might have happened once or twice. Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve this is your, I'm sure this is your first call in, sir. This is great stuff. We've got such a fantastic representation from Northern Ireland. We've yeah, got Pat nice. Handler, we've got Waddy, we've got now, now yourself. You're going to have to get in the squad because they're both in the squad. I um, know. We've we the we've the Northern Ireland Supporters Club and then I actually, um, well, I'm co, not co-head of the Ulster Hornet Supporters Club. Um, so, no, we try and get over as much as we can during the season. But no, it's... Um, it's really good. The, the one thing I will say about tonight is, although we didn't win, it, it was good to see players like Matty Pollock, Joe Hungbo, um, Okoye. Do you know what? I know they started at the weekend, but even Bio and Manai is getting more minutes um, at the weekend because like, they were sort of frozen out at the start. Of this. Like, I know a lot of people thought Dennis and Sarr was going to go, so probably before Sheffield United, we probably thought that them two were our, like, going to be our probably premium men. So it, yeah. it, it, it's good to even see, although they didn't score tonight, like they, they probably are more comfortable with the more minutes they get. But um Yeah, you've got to you've got to hope that they get up to speed and we are judging yeah. them on, on a standing start. It's that's that's not wrong. And and Alan's point about I mean, I thought that the point he made about loser and comparing him also to Kushka last last season, as in their start doesn't necessarily represent their season. 
it, it, it's very finely put. And, and we are here for all points, all opinions, all comments, and more than happy to be contradicted by anybody. Um, and your, your, your collective points there are, are excellent to consider. Steve, thank you so much. Let us know when you're going to be coming over, sir, because, uh, if you're coming out to a game, then we I'll can... Be uh, over, I'll be over Ooh. for the Luton game in October, so I'll... Oh, the, oh. You, he, well, you can, picked a quiet one. Well can, it's a good one to start the season. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, look, we're going we're gonna to organise for... A, a, I don't know what the situation is going to be about drinks in the bunker. Well, there'll be no the bars go. open, that's for sure, at 12 well, o'clock on a Saturday. No, well, the, the bunker may be very well named on that day. We'll see. Oh, there'll, um, be can, there'll be cans in my hotel room. Oh, I'll tell us which one you're staying in. We'll pop up and see you. Excellent. Juries, I'll text you the room number. Steve O, I know I came on and said about vinegar strokes, but I don't want to know any more about the hotel room. That's too much information. <laughs> right. Steve O, fantastic call, sir. Please do call in again, mate. And we look forward to seeing you uh, All right. uh, pre or post Luton, mate. That'd be fantastic. Take care, gentlemen. All the best. Take care. Cheers, now. Lovely stuff. Oh, oh, that was good. I do apologise for my. Uh, my gutter humour, everybody. What can I say? Right, let's get in. Let's get in. From from Florida. No, not him. The engine room himself. The uh, the the thinking the thinking woman's uh, uncle Ron. I would think. Uh, Ed, how are you, sir? It's all all, all very sophisticated uh, and kind, Peter. Um, <laughs> never, yeah, I've just, just been speaking with Justin. He's like, is someone impersonating Uncle Ron now? Um, <laughs> yeah, can we get to the bottom of this, please? Because it's it's incredible. It sparked incredible scenes today. Well, before you do, before you do it, Ed, uh, we guys, uh, Gary, G, we're going to be coming to you very shortly, guys. So uh, bear with us, George. Bear with us, Gary. Go on, Ed. Far away, mate. Yeah, well, as you've as you've seen, uh, he he miraculously disappeared from uh, from Twitter. I think he was whacked, as they call it in the uh, in the films. Um, he's he's been suspended <laughs> permanently. Um, so uh, there's there's your warning for uh, any of the uh, critics out there. Be, be be very careful what you tweet. But no, we're we're not sure why he's been suspended. Um, and he has managed to find a very cunning plan uh, of getting unsuspended and that is just creating another account so you will see a a, a new <laughs> uncle ron is back account um to the to the joy of the majority of Watford fans and obviously that the, the, the small minority moaning few will be uh, very disappointed and will probably report him again i love the idea of uncle ron 2 judgment day i mean that's 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 the sequel i want to <laughs> i'll <hear>. be back <laughs> yeah, absolutely ed, ed on in terms of that then as a question because um i and i think many many people tuned into the sunday service with 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 ron and ed and the the second hour which was taken up with and you know you you guys well, especially yourself because uh, cuz ron had to go off to uh, to do maternal duties, not paternal, maternal, intentional. Um, you kind of w- was quizzing Andrew French, and a lot of people reacted incredibly positive to that. Has that recording been lost? There, it has. Or yeah, it, have of you, oh. So uh, the, 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 the club really uh, are evidently not very happy with some of the uh, the pressing truths that have been asked, and you know, um, it, it's a shame because a lot of the critics, uh, uh, they they don't necessarily listen to the, the Sunday service and therefore it becomes a little bit difficult to critique it because as you, you heard, there's a, there's an awful lot of balance that's brought in just by the presence of other people, let alone the discussion that gets raised. But, um, you know, on, on, on the, the topic of uh, positivity and 
you know, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking from what was being discussed earlier on around these uh, idiots that are suggesting that Rob Edwards needs to go. Um, that has got absolutely nothing to do with anything that we've ever said um, on, on the Sunday service, in case anybody is wondering. Um, it's an absolutely outrageous thing to be suggesting. Um, the, the issues with the team are very evident. They have been evident for the last year. Uh, and they I, I'm not really sure if they've... They, <laughs> They've begun to be addressed, haven't they? We've brought in Chowdhury on loan. Uh, we've brought in Courtney Howes on loan. Um, we've brought in Gaspar. Okay, bad example for today, but um, I actually thought he did a pretty good job and defended him uh, midweek. Um, again, what we said when he was brought in, definitely not here as a right wing back. That's absurd. Yep. Um, but uh, the unfortunate thing is we... we it's all gone very quiet on the right wing back front. Um, so I'd love to be able to tell you who I'm hearing is coming in, but haven't got a clue. Um, and uh, yeah, our strikers that have come in, uh, it's very difficult to be waxing lyrical about them. Um, obviously you didn't see the performance today, listen to it briefly, but um, I think that's really concerning. And you've got to wonder what on earth Ashley Fletcher has done, haven't you? When you see those guys performing or not, it's clear. I mean, yeah, there can be any number of reasons why a player isn't in a in a manager's plans. But you know, and I'm not suggesting in any way, shape, or form that Ashley Fletcher is the end of the world. Far from it. But he appeared in the cup that we played tonight twice and scored two goals um, last season. Um, and and you know, he kind of bustled around. He did pretty well. He did probably better than the, than we've seen from the two guys thus far. But as as I as Alan made uh, a point, which I thought he did very very well in terms of the fact that yes, it's a scratch team, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, um, in terms of the fact that very few number of appearances individually across that across that that starting eleven. So I, I would have liked to have seen Fletcher at least included um, at, at one stage, but obviously he's now gone off to uh, Wigan. Is it Wigan? I think he's gone to. Um, I, I, it would have been nice to have seen him given a chance, but you've got to be hoping that they are going to be bringing in, bringing in better um, in that regard. Just on that point of view, uh, just just to kind of to reiterate, in terms of anybody who's been listening to the Sunday service or not been listening to the Sunday service, I just want to echo Ed's point. You guys have never said anything in the negative about Rob Edwards. In fact, far from it, you were asking uh, to, to ensure that Rob Edwards was supported by the hierarchy uh, in terms of the players that he would want to be attracted, uh, you know, to, to come in and help him uh, play his game. No, so I don't think if, if there is any suggestion that the, that any of the anti-Edwards sentiment that seems to be out today, I, I can't really look at it while I'm doing this, um, you know, I would suggest that that's quite absurd, how you could be unbeaten in the league and have this game tonight with, as we say, a rather scratch 11 and decide that that's the case. I think you used the word idiots quite well, Ed. Yeah, and it's, it's not like me to, uh, to to throw out the insults, as insulting as idiot is. But um, look, I, th- I think there's some some pretty harsh truths that, that some people have, have potentially missed tonight. And yeah, we have to wait to the end of the window, but come on guys, let's be realistic. Left that a little bit late, haven't we? Um, with the significant amount of unbalance that's still present. Um, it's, it's not in the, in the, uh, the textbook of how to do things. I don't think it's at the top of the page to say, let's leave it all to the last minute. And, um, 
It's it's definitely not ideal. One of the things we said beforehand was the fact that if you're waiting to get players with premiership experience, you're going to have to wait until the premiership teams settle their squad. And now we're getting into the final knockings of them doing that. And we've seen you know teams such as Newcastle, now Everton, Aston Villa, uh, Leeds and Crystal Palace still trying to do make decisions and kind of make players surplus to requirements. It's not ideal, but unfortunately it is what it is. Um, I'm presuming that you will be back in some way, shape or form this this coming Sunday. Well, we we might actually go and well, uh, yeah, and 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 cast the sirens and do an emergency broadcast tonight. <laughs> but uh, that will be for the really dedicated, and and it's surprising how many there are. Uh, it will probably be one o'clock, maybe two o'clock this morning. Um, we're we're gonna have a chat. Uh, I think you know some of the the usual suspects will be on. I think uh, uh, if if you're awake for whatever reason. Uh, tune in. If not, um, you can always listen back tomorrow uh, on your commute to work. Okay. And so is that going to be on your Twitter space, uh, as in your Ed? No, I don't want to risk getting banned. I think we'll keep that with uh, Uncle Ron and uh, we'll keep that Uncle Ron saga going. It will be, uh, undoubtedly. be undoubtedly. many Uncle Ron. Okay, guys. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. So we're going to move on because we've still got a few people cheers, to, uh, to get to. Gary, George, cheers, mate. Um, uh, take care there now. So let's go to George, if you'd like to hit your uh, your your mic button, and Gary will be coming straight after you, straight after, and then we'll look to start to wind it up after. We have somebody called Uncle who may be waiting. George, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it it was an it was an horrible game to watch. I don't know. Were you there? I unfortunately was. Didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that wasn't great. But it was <laughs> it was it was a fine line in gallows humour. Um, but other than that, I don't know if that was like that where you were. What were your thoughts about that in the week? Um, well, I don't. I'm struggling to get my thoughts of it because you'd think a team like, M- like sorry, just as any MK Dons fans in there, but for a team like MK Dons, you'd think we'd be at least scoring a goal, making some sort of threat. But with the fact that we've got two idiots up front that show absolutely nothing, I'm sorry if this has been spoken about. No, that's okay. But um, just it, it's just it just it's an in, like Raymond I wearing the number nine is offensive to our previous number nines because from what I've seen tonight, he looks like he's got nothing in him to score goals. What do you think he's lacking the most? I think I think a sense of standing up on occasions. Home percent. I think he. I think a brush of wind could push him over. I think he falls over too much. Like he have the like fine if you want to win a penalty, that's fine. But at least make it not too obvious. Because I think he did twice. I don't get me wrong. The first one I think was a penalty. Obviously the ref didn't give it, and obviously a lot of fans and I'll say that might me included. But the mm-hmm. second one was just a bit lenient, like just like come on, mate, get on your feet. Like I, I don't know. Like he doesn't show any threat. Like we're missing, we're missing a nobody that comes into a team and just shocks everyone. Like we've got the we're talking Igarlos, we're talking Dennis's, like just a player that comes in, no one knows about well, obviously some people know about Dennis. But they come in and they just hit the ground running. And yeah, at the minute we've got we've got a Mogi Bayat client who looks like he's never played football in his life, worth five million. The biggest, worst five million spent I've ever seen. Like I too fair, you could probably name a player, I'd probably agree with you, that's probably worse than that. Probably even a more expensive <laughs> fee. But um yeah, five million on someone that was recommended by a fraud and Ray Minaj who 
I mean, what do you even call them? What do you call them? I don't. I don't see anything. I think. I think. I think Ray Manai. I think that's how we're pronouncing it. I'm not sure. Um, Someone. I, I think he's a Poundland Carlos Tevez. He's not. He's not tall. He's not. He's, he's kind of stocky and he's kind of hustle and he's bustle, but without that mm. added factor of somebody like Carlos Tevez had power, he had pace, he had finishing ability. Um, uh, it, 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 it wouldn't be wrong to say Manai has never shown any of those. He came from Bar- he came yeah. from Barcelona B, not Barcelona A. I mean, he probably had a couple of he, I believe he had a couple of runouts in preseason um, for them. But other than that, he never got anywhere close to them. So he is he is in as a contingency player. He's there as a backup player. He's a he's almost a pound loan could show really in in in, in many ways there. Um in terms of the fact that when when I when I call him Poundland, he hasn't cost us a thing. It's just a big sell-on opportunity for Barcelona. So there's no risk at that. Um, he is hustle. He is bustle. He will work those opportunities in the pa- in the in the penalty box. I think I think we might get something out of him. I think the issue for me around uh, Bio at the moment is if you look at his if you look at his showreel from last year with Charleroi, and this is this is the basis on which we bought him. He was on loan at Charleroi, which um, for anybody who doesn't know. The managing director is a gentleman called Mehdi Bayat, who happens to be the uh, the brother of Mogi Bayat. Um, he was on loan there for uh, for 21 games, and he scored 12 goals. And he scored those 12 goals by being deep and then breaking and making a run directly at the back of the uh, to the to the back of the defence. What we've seen him do an awful lot is actually becoming short and moving into wide areas and doing kind of what the, the kind of Yao Pedro kind of thing would do. I get up the ball, you know, pick up the ball, do something with it, cause a spark, drag a player. It's not his game. Not that I've seen. If you look through that show reel, it is all straight line or diagonal line running onto the ball being, being breaking the back four and then running onto it and finishing reasonably well, but he doesn't seem to be playing in that role or with that particular head on either that or the, uh, the show reel shows the 12 times he did it in an entire uh, half a season. So no, I think, I think, um, the fact that he moved because what happened was Charlois had a loan with an option to buy. They exercised that and bought him for 1.3 million. And then the next day he was moved on to Watford for 5.2. So you can do the maths in terms of where the money kind of, you know, in terms of flipping that player went, but it came because in fairness, Charlois had the vision to give him a game, have an option on him bring him in and then through the buyout brother connection, he was thrown to us. We're having to deal with the with the ramification of whether or not he's going to be good enough for for the championship. Alan's point earlier on, we've got to give him some time, which I thought he made a really lovely point about, you know, kind of you look at loser, you know, three months into last season, he really hadn't had a kick. We've got to hope that he can turn it around. But I don't know if you've seen anything from from him or anybody else tonight. Were there any positives that you saw from tonight in terms of performances from anybody that, that you think was, uh, was, was useful and could add something to the squad? I think Hungbro looked great. But... Um... Like he showed, like he, he's a good winger. Like he shows the strength. He's got, he's got the pace. He's got the skill. He's got the strength. There's something to just run down that wing and hold off a strong defender, wing back, whatever you need to hold off. He's got what, what we're gonna miss in terms of obviously Dennis has been shifted on. Pedro's most likely. I don't know what's going on with that, but 
if he does, then we've got a winger with a bit of strength to replace him or whatever. Esprilla looked good. Uh, whenever he lost the ball, he was running back, chasing it, winning it back, which is what we need. Not many players were doing that tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it, really. I don't really remember. No. Like, I just remember not many people being that good. No, fair enough, George. It was a it was a night that was uh, that was hard to look at. Obviously, you know, I understand. I understand the you know your your use of the phrase, you know, kind of calling them idiots. But you know, we have to hope that it was an idiotic performance, but that they can turn the corner, um, and, yeah. and that, that hopefully they'll they'll play it out. But I, having sat there through through the ninety along with uh, a, a fair few other people tonight, I, I can understand why you would think that on the performance. We just need to have said they come turn it around. George, thank you very much, sir. Uh, we are going to go you. across. Cheers, mate. Thank you. We are going to go across to. We are going to go across to. Where are we, Gary? Mister Wilson, Gary. If you, just how are you? Just very quickly, Pete. Uh, there was something that did actually amuse me this evening, which I did point out to you, which was the MK Dons uh, fan singing "Since I Was Young," which is fantastic <laughs> for a club that's twenty years old. I thought it was absolutely brilliant that they were singing that. Oh, did Did anyone else hear them singing "We Hate Luton"? No, they were singing "We Hate Watford." I think. Oh, would I? I think I, I'm I pretty sure. I, I thought I heard him singing "We Hate Luton" at one point, but if it was, then I I hate Watford tonight. So, I'm... oh yeah, join the club in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, they, sorry to interrupt. They they did chant what you're losing to the franchise or whatever it was, but I did want to try and start off a chant of what's it like to steal a club at one point. But you know, that's just me being bitter and small minded. Gary, Gary, <laughs> <laughs> you want to hit your mute? You want to hit your mic button? You can come off mute. Let us know how are you, sir. Good evening, Peter. Good evening, um, mate. I'm, absol- I'm absolutely fine. By the sounds of it, it's, um, sounds like I work until nine o'clock tonight. I was, uh, I missed. Oh, you win. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I missed absolutely nothing tonight. Um, so I haven't really got much to say on the game. That's all right. What, about, just, what about the week's events? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> what can you say? Um, I agree somewhat with what Alan was saying earlier about we need to give some of these new players time. Yeah. I mean, does does anybody remember Didier Drogba's first season at Chelsea? Cool. No. That's a shout. No. He was dreadful. Yeah. And they were wondering what the hell they bought. The rest of it is history. I'm not saying that these two guys we've got up front are anything like... What could turn out to be Drogba, but I do think we need to give them time. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any of us that could literally go to another country and perform the jobs we do now in another country as we do in this country. So, yeah, I do think they need to be given time. But one thing's for sure, I cannot wait for this transfer window to be finished. Yeah. Because I am so fed up with going on Watford Twitter and reading a source, someone saying, I've got a source inside the club, and they say this. I've got a source inside the club, and they say that. And you just think, you don't know, you're talking bollocks, mate. You don't have sources inside the club. I've got a source inside my cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that, Carl. You're welcome. No, I I think I mean the if I remember going back to Dahl's first season 
And it was, I think, game number four. And the transfer window had been signed already, uh, finished already. And both Starr and Welbeck were, they came on in the third game of the season. By the time the transfer window closes, we'll have played seven games. And so it's kind of, uh, it's all still up in the air to see what happens. Um, Obviously, frustrations with some people will be around, you know, what's quite going on with the finances. And I think what I can't wait for is this opportunity to see everybody kind of see where we are, you know, kind of come the, what, 2nd of September, when, when when the window is finally is finally slammed shut, as they say on uh, uh, on Sky. Uh, it it'll be something to see. So no, I I get it entirely. I mean, right, guys, we we're going to start to bring this it bring this to an end now because uh, it, it's it's a school night and we need to kind of move on. I suppose it's been as we said there. There's lots of movement moving parts still in the transfer window. We know that we've you know obviously houses come in. That's a positive piece. That's a jigsaw piece that everybody's been wanted, and that's there. We know the requirement for a right wing back. We've got Hassan Kamara for this season. The reason why I think that could be, I'm not saying it is, but it could be a clever move, is because if they're bringing, using this as a vehicle to bring in 16 million, rather than leveraging debt on the actual club itself, in order to facilitate some of those incoming transfers, hopefully, or whatever it's going to be going for. I mean, they mentioned it being cash flow. Well, go figure. We've just got a bundle of cash. It's going to improve our cash flow. Then that's a good way of doing it. Because if we don't go back up next season, we don't have the issue of Kamara's wage attached to the club if we're needing to shed more because there's no more parachute payments coming in. Reason being is because they've already drawn the cash the cash for the parachute payments forward. So in some ways, it's kind of a, a semi-intelligent use of it, potentially, not exclusively, but potentially. So we shall see. But there's still a lot of moving parts to go. Tonight's performance was shocking and dreadful. But one of the things that I absolutely love about doing this Twitter spaces, and trust me, it's really not the sound of my own voice, I promise you, is the fact that we will talk about something. We will be quite emotive immediately after a game. And then you'll get people like Alan or like Gary or like Ed will come on and say, actually, no, we we, we are behind Rob Edwards and actually no we shouldn't be calling our our players idiots or we shouldn't be behind them we should be giving them time well, they'll come on and give examples such as Kushka and Loser um, they'll come on as Gary says and say well oh, you know, hold on. We've, we've got to give them time we've got to see where that is and what we can't be you know keeping on seeing is another player linked another player linked then it gets steady and then we can move forward is it ideal is it everything we would want to have no but life never is. Life certainly never is as a Watford fan. I came on at the start of this and said the one tradition we've kept up is going out early to a lower division side in the in the League Cup. This isn't a Potso issue. This is something we've done bloody forever. Um, you know, we've only ever got to the semi-final of this cup twice, once under GT and once under Ray Lewington. Um, you know, so that's that says a lot about it. It's probably not the highest priority. But I think we learned something about some of those individuals tonight. I think Rob Edwards will have learned some things about some of those individuals tonight. Um, some of those positives would have been Pollock playing. I thought he was he was unshowy and unspectacular, but that's exactly what you want from a big centre-back. Um, you had, uh, as was mentioned there earlier on, Joe Hungbo coming in and doing doing a, a pretty solid job in a bit of a square peg in round 
uh, in round hole territory, but still trying to give us some something attacking down that, that down that side. We also saw some players not really perform as they should, and that gives them an opportunity to try to understand why those players aren't doing as well as they should, and either make sure that they are not the first in line to replacement and therefore bring in people who are, or help coach them and improve them as we go forward. We shall see. Anyway. It's going to have to be a quick turnaround because come Saturday we face QPR and we will see how, uh, how how that goes. We are still unbeaten in the league. We are still, I'm pretty sure, we're still second in the league last time I looked. Um, so, you know, it, it is positive in that regard. If we can further enhance this squad, further get a, a few pieces of that jigsaw completed, right wing back, etc. If we can bring in a little bit more backup um, and hopefully one or two starters, then we might be able to push on from it. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.